Daniel, I agree with you when you talk about it's easier to get those meetings with the, the um, maintenance people. Agree 100%. Yeah. My question regarding that is, in that meeting, is your entire objective to talk about us and what we do or to understand who is making the decisions and how to get to them? No, I think your objective in any meeting is trying to figure out what they're, what is affecting them right now and is there anything I can do to help it. And if there is, then you're trying to, okay, okay, who else would be involved in getting this done for us? And then it's, you can try to work your way up. It's always harder to work your way up, right, than it is to work your way down. But, I mean, I think that's your objective in the meeting is, you know, if, if anything, you want him to know who you are and you want him to be able to remember you enough to where he, if he runs into some issue that you, he can call you or at least you get a shot at it later. Um, but I think your number one objective is to see if he has any problems or any issues that you can help solve them at the so time. So let's assume they have production pain, right? Too much waste for whatever, humidity issues or whatever. What do you do when you specific. learn that from the maintenance manager? Okay. Ask that question again, Julio, because I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, so is there, is there a problem? Are they having a problem with, you know, paint sticking or paint drying? Like, what's what's the problem? Any any of the above. We, we identify physical pain, which is leading to business pain. Here's my thought process, Daniel. I'm thinking, no matter what, this individual probably doesn't have the authority to sign our guaranteed contract, maybe even our maintenance yeah, well, that, our, and that's our job contract. to figure that out, right? Okay, I'm with you. I get it. That helps. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I, I like the personalization of the message. You know, rather it being you know third party speak. You know, you're you're talking. Well, you're mentioning our company, but you're talking about what you do, and I think that's. Anytime you, you, you have a message that's geared towards what you can do to help that person, whoever it is that you're talking to on the phone, then I think it's a lot more um, uh, readily received in that, you know, it's, it's, it's not a typical scripted message that they're hearing from somebody else. You know, that's just talking about we, us, and, and that kind of thing. So I, I like that part of it. I think it's effective. All right, who else? I think Justin kind of dropped on us here. Hopefully he's trying to get in the building and we'll get back on because he needs to hear this. Hey, Charles, I'll go. So by when I'm cold calling, I like to try to stay in verticals in which I've got a track record of uh, closing agreements. So I kind of stay in my lane. I hate to say stay in my lane because there's a lot of, there's, there's an abundant abundance of, um, you know, opportunities in every market. Uh, but one that I've been hitting pretty hard over the last four, three or four months are, are hotels and hospitality. And, and I, I say things like, Hey, I'm Roger with Total Comfort. Um, you know, we are, you know, we help, we help other hospitality groups like yours find efficiencies and better performance in their building. Uh, do you have 15 to 20 minutes where I can t where I can speak with you? And I would like to say that 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 is the best way I could set an appointment in, in in that specific industry. But I always am ready for them to push back. Well, who do you work with? And I have no problem name dropping people that that I work with or the total.
Comfort Solutions works with to gain that credibility up front. And that translates over, you know, not just, I'm using hospitality as an example, but you can use that for industrials. You can use that for medical facilities because as a company, we've got a great list of references that if they questioned you, you know, you can give them something credible to be like, hey, we work with Zeus. We work with Nephron. You know, you can give them somebody to be like, oh, you guys work with him. That automatically puts you in a different tier than just, hey, we all, we work on houses and we also work at, at the McDonald's. No, we work at a, we're at, we're at a different echelon uh, of contractors. And so I, I typically say a problem, use a problem that, that is common in that industry and say, hey, we help solve that issue. And that typically has an ear perk up like, oh. That's interesting. I'd like to talk to more more about that. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you sharing on that, Matt. How, how's it been going? What's been working for you? I was hoping to hear from the legend Garson himself. I'm still a new uh, guy. Uh, all right, legend, step up here so we can benefit from your knowledge. I don't make appointments anymore. I, I quit doing that. I've I've given up on selling. I'm uh I'm pursuing a career in bold peanuts. <laughs> I sent I sent Rob a message and said uh if I, I'm one crisis away from opening Gars, Garson's roadside peanut stand, low overhead, I need a tent, a lawn chair, and a cooker and uh and a cooler. And he reminded me I'm probably going to need some sunscreen too, which might put my budget over the top. I might have to stay in, in this business, so I'm going to have to buy sunscreen too. I get to wear flip flops every day, so there's a benefit to that. <laughs> that let's, um, assume you, let's assume you're going to stay in this business. And, um, and Charles, you just piss on everybody's parade. It's fine, fine, fine. I'll keep selling air conditioning stuff. This is <laughs> Matthew. This is me. I, I am the same person at a baseball game as I am here, as I am at home, as I am when I'm screaming and yelling at my teenagers to get their shit picked up off the floor. Um, speaking of, that's my moron is supposed to be in school calling me. But um, I, typically, I just call and that, I mean that's similar. To, yeah, like Charles is going, they just go shit. I, yeah, I want to meet with this moron. So. Um, I'll call up and go, hey, this is Garson with Total Comfort. I, I am not – Todd would probably punch me in the face if he could and, and would probably fire me if he could, but he can't. I'm, too, I'm a necessary evil. I, I, I tell people we do air conditioning. I tell people that I'm going to come talk to them about their building and about their air conditioning. I'm like, hey, this is Garson with Total Comfort Solutions. I want to talk to you about – what we do, how we help folks in the area. I've been in business here for 15 years. We're the largest mechanical contractor in the area. We take care of mechanical HVAC. Look at energy consumption. Look at how it impacts your bottom line. I know that you feel like your maintenance guy is the, is the right guy, but he's not. Give me 30 minutes. Let's have a conversation. And, I mean, I, I, I vary that up. Right, so I take that message and I, I, I use different words multiple times, but that's just how I come about it. I don't, and I sound just like this. There's no script. There's not a. This is Garson. I, I, I want to sell you um, 
some insurance for your for your dog. Is um, there's not a script. I don't sound like the guy selling the the. Hey James, this is Daniel with Car Shield, and I want to sell you an extended warranty on your on your auto replacement. You know, so notice that you only have eight hundred thirty two thousand miles on your car, so we can put a warranty on it. Um, that, that, if I come across as human and I come across as I've been in the market for a long time and we're, we're a big player, I know, and I'll drop names, I'll drop Zeus, Hubble, MTU. If it's medical, I say we're, we take care of AU medical, um, and, and, and I physicians and surgeons, if it's, so I, I drop names and, 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 and that helps give you credibility, but I really am a big believer in just being straightforward and being human. That's, that's my, that's my take on everything. And that's how I sell too. When I'm in front of a client, because this is what you get. There's a little comic relief in there. There's just, um, but it's serious when it comes to, this is how we impact what you do. Well, I think any time that we make an attempt to um, not necessarily commoditize ourselves or our services, but um, uh, become a robot in the way that we're trying to explain, um, you know, what we do for others. And when I say that, I mean it not coming across personal at all. Um, coming across as just, um, uh, I'm, I'm used to saying this to everybody, and I'm saying it to you, and people can pick up on that really quick. People are perceptive. Most of the people that we deal with, they can read into all that. So I think a genuineness, you know, that you're talking about, um, you know, uh, keeping that human element, you know, as a big factor in it, but also coming across as someone who is, Professional, we're good at what we do, and you know we work with people um, in your industry, and it's not just anybody. It's blah blah blah, whoever it is that you, you want to you mention. Yeah, and several of you have mentioned using you know companies in the area as a reference. And I would say if you do that, if it's um, you know keep it local, you know when you're able to do that because some companies are you know some people that you're talking to may not be familiar with somebody in the upstate if you're down in Charleston or wherever. Um, but, you know, trying to keep that local, just like I think everybody on this call has mentioned um, already. So um, there's a there's a connection that is, um, is made in that kind of conversation, Carson, you know, that you're trying to describe. And, and that's, that's what you're trying to do on the phone. You're trying to make a connection with somebody that you have no idea who they are, they don't know you, they weren't expecting your call. And if you can get that connection um, made and a message that resonates enough for them to be able to agree to have you come out there and meet with them, that's the first step. I mean, that's we, we need to try to be creative, but we, know we don't need to be um, unrealistic in what we're trying to accomplish there. So I appreciate the feedback. Um, Rob, do you want to? share some thoughts yeah um i mean it always 
you know, my message kind of ebbs and flows based on who I'm talking to and what they do. You know, my message for a, a facilities, you know, a facilities manager of a commercial office building or whatever is different than a plant manager at an industrial or even a plant manager within different industrials. Mainly what I usually, you know, say whenever I catch them on the phone is just, hey, this is Rob Chubb with uh, TCS. I know, uh, did I catch it in okay time? And I always, you know, make sure I caught them at a okay time and they kind of give me that uh, permission to go forward. And I just say, hey, I was looking to, you know, get together with you for about 30 minutes or so. I'm a building performance consultant and I wanted to come talk to you about how I help people improve their businesses through their buildings. And they go, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, there's a lot of different ways that I can help people, but it all has to do with what their situation is and finding out to see how we can help impact would next Thursday work or whatever. And the thing that I always try to not do is, you know, sell on the phone, but I'll throw tidbits out there and just be like, well, there was a opportunity that we helped, you know, somebody down the street where through operational means we lowered their energy bills by a hundred grand over the past year. They're like, oh, okay. And then, you know, we kind of go from there. So sometimes when they're asking like, how do you do it or what do you do? It's always, hey, it's kind of like giving a haircut over the phone. You know, as Daniel was saying, I'd rather, I'd rather show you. And then if they, if they say, you know, like if you get into the situation of people saying, you know, hey, could you send me some information? You can't get out of it. I always say, hey, I'll be by, you know, Thursday at three to drop it off. And then I'll just bring my concept, you know, uh, concept meeting book and be like, well, can't really send this to you, but this is what I wanted to show you. And then you get two, three minutes with them to where you open up or you just throw something out there, but it's a way to kind of get a meeting when somebody's not wanting to give you a meeting. You just say, yeah, I'll just drop by and then you show up and have concept meetings. So that's kind of how I go about it. Um, thanks. Um, Justin hey, can I ask Matt, a question? Go ahead, Julio. Hey, Rob, those impromptu meetings, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. what's the success rate of them hearing you out? Of actually holding the meeting, well, they're pretty. They're pretty good because I send them. You know, I, I pretty much set it up as if it was a regular meeting, and I block out the you know thirty minutes and just say, "Hey, I'm going to be by. Is this a good time? You know, for me to drop this off to you?" And when they say yes and they accept the meeting, then you're good to go. I mean, if they if they decline, you know, yeah. And what but what usually happens is when you talk to them about, "Hey, I just want to drop this by and just." you know, just go over it with you for a couple minutes, then they usually just give you the full 30 minutes. Um, you know, what percentage had, of them say, what percentage of them ask you to send it compared to dropping it off? Every every single one of them. And you just and keep so I'm, pushing through yeah, to, I'm, I'm going to drop it off. Well, yeah, that was, I guess that was my point, is when somebody says, hey, can you just send me some information over? That's, you know, kind of how I've used it as a way to, to get in and have the meeting, you know, regardless. Because, I mean, if you send somebody something, I don't know if anybody's ever ever had a response to that, but I've never. So I just kind of 
used it as a way to do that. But, you know, also when they give me a lot of pushback, do some slippery stuff, like send a, leave a voicemail at, you know, 5.03, hey, I'm going to be by at 8.30, you know, give me a call if that's not going to work for you, and then show up, and they're like, oh. So just being creative. The biggest thing is just getting getting in front of the person because, I mean, we're all sales guys. Once you're in front of the person, it things are a lot easier. But on the phone, you're just every other guy that's ever talked to them. Love it. What if, you're, what if you're an introvert like me and, and getting in front of the customer makes you uncomfortable? Yeah, Garson the introvert. <laughs> the, the peanut stand-owning introvert. Hey, buy some peanuts if you, if you want. If you, if you really want some peanuts, if you want 32 bags because you don't need them, but you really want them, you, you should buy them. Mm-hmm. So, so Justin and Matt, I know you, you and anybody really, but Justin and Matt are the two newest partners that we've got here. What kind of um, challenges have you been facing or questions that you have that you'd like to put out to the group of things that, you know, this is what I've been facing or, you know, I can't seem to get past X, whatever X is. Um, I mean, this is a group to kind of bounce those kinds of um, situations off of to get some input. Do you, either of you, Justin, I know this is week four for you, so, uh, uh, you know, you've had some some experience so far doing this, but either you or Matt, do you all have... Uh, questions or uh, things that you've been um, trying to get over the hurdle and yeah, like get some I, I, I can jump in. This is, uh, I posted in the chat here just what I wrote down and tried to develop over the last couple of weeks. I'm still new here, like you said, Charles. Uh, I heard a podcast one time and it talked about the tonality and really coming across um with power and not weak. And I, I really try to do that. And I, at the top of my little paper there, I've got a tonality, tonality, tonality. I've got that printed out and I try to, it is a script because I'm still new Garson. I don't have it, you know, memorized like you. And, uh, but trying to just come across confident and in the very beginning, like they know me, uh, this guy said to do something like, Hey John, and, and the first part I've got there, the uptone, uh, he says to say, this is Matt and Paul's with total comfort and Paul's and end on an uptone. And, and the trick there, he was saying that it, it makes them sound like they know you. And so instead of trying to instantly get you off the phone, they're trying to figure out how they know you. Uh, it just kind of throws them off a little bit. And then when you say, how you doing today, really mean it. Because everybody, when they try to call and sell something, they say, how are you doing today? But try to say, how you doing today? Uh, and I, I found it, it really catches them off guard. And a lot of times you're like, hey, Matt, great. And, and they don't even know who I am. Uh, and then just starting with this, uh, he talks about the tonality, like really get quiet and lower the tone and say, the reason for my call is I just want to get 10 minutes on your calendar, August 8th at 9.30. I'm going to be next door. I just want to get 10 minutes with you. And they'll always say, what do you want to talk about? And then like in training, they told us to say, just to start over again and say, this is Matt with Total Comfort. Um, I've got the word show there in bold because I, I heard somewhere that if you 
if you say, I just want to tell you about what we're doing, or I just want to talk to you about what we're doing, sometimes they'll say, I just want to talk to you. Well, go ahead and tell me right now. I got a few minutes and the goal is to set the appointment. So by saying, I'd like to show you, it's like, I've got something to show you. Um, so I, I use that a lot and it really works because I, it's kind of like I'm selling jewels or something. I got to show them what's in my little jewel box, you know, and, and after 10 minutes, I'll be on my way. Uh, at least that's what I like to think of it as. And like what Rob said, it, if they agreed to just let me sit down for 10 minutes, every time it's a 30 minute or 45 minute meeting, a concept meeting. Um, at, at the very end, I was just trying to keep drilling for that date and time. And the only problem with drilling with that date and time is if they say, well, that date and time doesn't work. Um, <laughs> uh, but you can always find another time that means they're interested. So it, it, it's not a golden nugget, but it helps me a lot to have something like that written out. Yeah. And I'd also, you know, say whenever, whenever somebody says like, Oh, that doesn't work. You know, just opening back up with, okay, what does? Cause they're already looking at their calendar. Cause the biggest yeah. thing is if you get them to open their calendar, that's when you're actually in you know the serious realm of getting an appointment when they're just sitting there trying to like, well, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? How do you do it? Like, yeah. you know, bringing, bringing their eyeballs back to their appointment, uh, appointment like calendar is, is half the battle. Yeah. I like the idea of, I want to show you, you know, as opposed to, I want to tell you, I, I think that's good. Uh, I think there are, Everybody has to find what works for them and what they're comfortable with and how they use their personality to come across to whoever it is that's on the other end of that phone to make that connection. But I think phrases like I want to show you instead of I want to tell you, that does disarm them, you know, to a degree. And um, so I think just finding some things like that um, that we can insert in our conversation that's the, that's the whole idea about us right now, just kind of bouncing these ideas around because everybody has something that they've been doing and they've had some degree of success with it. Um, it's, it's the constant trying to figure out how I can refine it and make it better. Is That's kind of a, an exciting part of the job. I mean, it's a, it's a tough part of the job, obviously, trying to get those appointments, but... And that's a challenge, and you know we're, we're we're given that challenge and trying to figure that out is, you know, hopefully you know what everybody is um, working towards trying to do that. And that's again, that's one of the reasons that we're having this call here, just to bounce those things around. So uh, and I did I take some, that. I did take some uh, good information back on our last call that we had when Garson said he doesn't beat around the bush on uh, saying that he's a mechanical contractor. And, and being proud about that. I've, I've used that a lot. Um, just put it out there. Yeah, we do HVAC and we do boilers and chillers and all that good stuff and not skirting around the fact that, oh, we're, a, we're not a mechanical contractor because we are and we're the best in the area and this is what we do and I'm here to talk to you about it. Coming across with, with a tone like, yes, that's what we do. That's why I called. Um, and, and everybody has a guy everybody's got a guy that they call and being able to say, I know you got a guy. That's exactly why I called is really helped me a lot sometimes. Everybody's using somebody. Yep. 
you should use us because we better. Or we and somebody we, we were talking to somebody yesterday. We said everybody sucks. We suck less. <laughs> uh, appreciate that tidbit. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't have these calls on Friday if you don't want me. Yeah. Well, no, that's it's always a journey. Thank you. Um, Justin, any any thoughts, any uh, challenges maybe that you've been facing or questions that you might have for the group when it comes to appointment setting? Uh, one of my the biggest kind of hurdles that I've had to try to overcome is just getting past the gatekeeper, you know, at these resorts and stuff because either, you know, the number they had listed for them, you know, as a sales center, and then you go through four or five different people, and then they'll just shoot you to somebody or leave you on hold. And, you know, and it's common, you know, I have got, you know, the GM's name and stuff like that out of it. But just, you know, how, how do you get past them? You know, they, they get these calls all the time. And then, yeah, just, I mean, is there any other, you know, source or, um, you know, different route that you would take when you're dealing with those people who are more or less, you know, rude and, and absolutely do not care at all. Um, so have you, have you been introduced to zoom info at all? Yes. Roger actually walked, walked through that with me and it's been, you know, a tremendous help. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's been very helpful. So that's a that's a good one, you know, just to be able to cut the middleman out. But there always are the situations where you can't and you have to go through the, the gatekeeper. And what I do is whenever I get you know transferred up there, I ask them to transfer me to sales and then they transfer me to sales. And then you're a sales guy talking to another sales guy. And usually I'll you know sit there and start a conversation or I'll say, hey, I was actually, you know, I don't know if they messed something up. I was trying to get transferred to X. Can you transfer me? And then you're coming to their phone, their desk phone, through the internal uh, phone network. And so it doesn't show, oh, some random number's calling my phone. It's, oh, it's Bill down in sales. Hey, what's going on? Oh, hey. And then off to the races. Does that actually work? Yeah. I do it all the time. I mean, I... Even, yeah, the ones that are actually more successful are the ones where I just kind of level the guy. Be like, yo, I'm a sales guy. You're a sales guy. I'm cold con and I'm trying to get to this guy. You know, can you just help me out? And they're usually like, oh, I got you, bro. Like, I was just tearing through phone books and I hate it. And I was like, yeah, I know it. So that that gets them. They just, you know, laugh and then they transfer you. So That's a good one. That's, yeah. That is. Thank you. Who else? All of you are making calls all the time. I know you're running across gatekeepers, and what's been successful? How have you gotten past them? Um, what's worked for you? That's one good one, Rob. Rob, Rob just shared. Carson, how do you get through gatekeepers? Just drive really fast. Um. Yes, I mean, it's a, I don't know if there's a science behind it, really. It's just 
sometimes you get your ass kicked by them and sometimes you figure a way around them. I mean, it's just, it depends on how good they are. You just, you find different hours or you just, you bludgeon them down until they just give up. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of different ways around, around that. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's an exact science behind it. Um, I was going to tell Justin I'd give him some advice on that if he could hook me up with a hotel room while I'm down there with the Coastal Carolina baseball camp Labor Day weekend, but um, I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to hook me up with a with the hotel down there or not. So, give him some good advice. I, I don't know getting in the hotels and those big resorts. I, I don't. I've never really dealt with that, but I know that there's gatekeepers here and some industrial facilities and. Lots of times I just play to their, you know, play to their ego a little bit too. And, and, you know, everybody wants to be petted. So if you, you know, you pet, pet the gatekeeper and, and and find out what makes them tick and call them back a couple of times until they get aggravated, and then sometimes they'll just push you on through. Yeah, I mean, go, go the pest route, Rob. Go the pest route. Well, I mean, it's, it's a... One of the I things like that I like your thought. I mean, if your thought works, and it depends on where you're calling at. Though, really, do they have a sales department? I mean, I guess the big resort would, but um, do they medical facilities? You know that that one's that one's always been the conundrum. Um, finding a way into non-hospital medical facilities, like you know, doctors' offices and whatever. The administrators are, I think, are as hard to get the hold of as your congressman is. Oh, I know, dude. I mean, abs- absolutely, it is. The probably, I think I could get Joe Biden on the phone, and he would. God, I need to do I need to do that, Carson. You know, you know <laughs> easier than I could get a medical office administrator on the phone. Yeah. So what I find there is, you need to find, and and I have a feeling, Justin, that it's very similar. Um, it's going to be an incestuous group. All those people know each other. They, they, everybody in these industries tend to, to flock together. Um, so if you find your way into one, right? So that's the big nut to crack is how do you get into one? You get into one and then you use that guy or that girl or whoever to penetrate the rest of it, right? So... Hey, I was talking to, hey, Matthew, I know Daniel over at, you know, whatever, Aladdin Resort, and he told me to give you a call. Or when you're talking to the gatekeeper, hey, I, Matthew over at, you know, Jimmy Joe Bob's Resort told me I needed to call Daniel. So I'm trying to reach him. It's kind of important. Um how do I get through to him? I don't want to leave my voicemail. What's his schedule like? Can I can I can I can I talk to him for half a second? You've dropped the name. It's a it's a reputable resort. You know, he got the right people. I wouldn't lie. You better know Matthew before you call Daniel. But but when you get the right person, then you can start to finagle and, and push things around. And then and then they'll be more open to have a conversation. The gatekeeper will be more open to have a conversation with you. I can't promise what the general manager will be. But they're all facing the same. That's what you'll find. I know you're new, but all these industries that you call on, they all face the same stuff. 
Like, I, I know what medical offices face. I sold a million of them. They all have the same issues. Every building you go in, you're like, I bet you that you, when you close the doors in your patient rooms, they get hot. Yeah, how'd you know? Because dumbasses build these buildings. That's how I know. Um, and then you go in the certain kind of industrial facilities and you know what they face. And then resorts, they probably all have similar type of issues. And they were all those dumbass contractors that built those facilities down in Myrtle Beach probably all did the same stupid stuff. So once you crack the code, then you can start having conversations that are meaningful. Thank you. Uh, one more thing. So you go to an industrial complex or whatever, it's locked down like Fort Bragg, no solicitation yeah. on the door. I mean, that doesn't I, mean thought about that just, mean? I don't know what that well, word means. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but I'm not asking for a prostitute. That's the only solicitation I've got considered to be illegal. <laughs> but have you guys ever just like tried to pass out in the front door like you were having a heart attack? I don't want to be AED. I'm sorry. I, I kind of passed. I'm at the age now where somebody might actually believe that that's true. <laughs> Charles and I can't do that. standing at a, in front of CRP Industries, they make steering columns for Ford. And I was looking at the lady directly and I was just waving and she looked at me and then turned her head and I'd just keep waving like, hey, and she would, for the life of me, I could have I could have got shot five times outside that door and she never looked over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the ways to get in, you know, because there's, there's like a thousand different ways of doing it. Sitting, because <clears throat> I dip the wacky tobacco because I'm a degenerate, but I'll literally just go put a dip in and sit in the smoking, you know, section right after lunch. And that's where everybody congregates right after lunch. And then you just start talking to people. And next thing you know, they're like, Oh yeah. Like here, here's this guy's cell phone number. Like, Oh, here's this, here's that. And they'll just start dumping stuff to you. I, you know, I'm, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing at Garson's face. <laughs> I've been with him when he does that, and and, and it works. And I've also seen him get escorted out one time. Well, that's life. You know what I'm saying? You got to shoot to score. Yeah. You get there about 11.45, wait till everybody comes out. (laughs) You can't really sneak up on anybody, can you? They also also won't get in front of me when I'm walking with uh, purpose either. So it's, you know, it's kind of a catch-22. I mean... Yeah, the the other thing that I'm I want to try this because I have a buddy that's you know there's some people like Garson Garson can pull some stuff off that not everybody can pull off but he can pull it off because it's Garson and then they're like ah Garson but like I have a buddy that he you know he's gotten into large account national sales and what he started doing was he started sending you know um, cell phones he bought like four prepaid cell phones or four or five. He literally FedEx priority signature sends them to the person. They literally, he gets a notification on his phone when they sign and receive it, and then he calls the number. So they're opening, they, they get a package, the next thing you know, the package starts ringing, and then they open it up and they answer it. No, nope, I'm like, throwing that shit in the woods. Nope, nope. Yeah. no drug cartel here, sorry. Yeah, but I mean, that's... 
That's what I'm saying. He he did that, and then he also did one with a uh, he did a pre-recorded video on an iPad. That was just like, hey, wanted to give you you know get an hour of your time, blah 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 blah. By the way, you can keep the iPad, and he's 100 percent success rate with that one so far. But I ain't got that type of cash. So what kind of commission structure does that guy work with? Cocaine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got a funny one for you. I had a friend who sent. Uh, he, he, he sent a colander and some candy dates to this guy. And he put a number in there and said, please call. Well, the guy's like, what is this? You know, and he calls him. And, he's, and so the guy, so my friend's like, he, you got what? Oh, I'm sorry. I told her to send you, I, tried, I told her to send some dates on your calendar. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Dude, that's, that's, that's awesome. That was pretty funny. I'm writing that down. That's pretty cool. That's good. Well, we kind of gotten off the rails here just a little bit, but um, the idea here is that we all have unique ways to be able to get where we need to go, and being able to share that, you know, with everybody, uh, hopefully, is something that we can take something away from and, um, you know, get better at, at getting in front of the right person. You know, we've all been talking about. Who we get in front of? Just a reminder, you know, we've we got to get in front of the right person. Everybody knows that. But um, I appreciate everybody sharing. I know we're right at one o'clock. Um, anything else? Anybody wants to share? Julio, it seems like somebody talked over you a while ago when you were getting ready to say something. But is there something else that you want to share? I'm good, thank you. Okay. All right, well, um, please let me know by Monday or Tuesday if you're willing to take on next month's meeting. I'd appreciate that. And um, I'll take it. Huh? I'll take it. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. All right, Rob's got it. So, oh, man, we got to listen to him talk again. Consistently for a full hour. <laughs> no questions. I've got an appointment that day. <laughs> what else you supposed to be sick that day. Yeah, tell us how you got it. Tell us how you got that point. Roger, don't look so excited, man. What's wrong with you? You haven't spoke all day. I'm here. I've been, I spoke. I'm listening. I'm excited for everybody. Just part of the, glad to be a part of the team. Just glad, glad to be here. Glad to be here. All right, guys. Well, Roger, back. I appreciate it. Mr. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. I hope you have a good weekend and. Um, Justin, I'm looking for a deal in a hotel. Labor Day weekend. Kids trying to get an offer at Coastal Carolina. Got to go down there and spend a lot of money. <laughs>